0: Podcasting from Pompeii in the federated states of Micronesia. This is the Micronesia Podcast. My name is Patrick Pedras. Just another Micronesian with a microphone. And this is episode number 77. Alright, let's get into it. Okay, so if you haven't already, I did a podcast earlier, episode number 76, and that was with an interview with uh, Mr. Mike Pinellin with the Islander Champions Tournament, a basketball tournament, and I think it's also basketball. I'm sorry, did I say basketball and basketball? No, basketball tournament that happens. It's been going on for every five years now. Check it out. You can go to themicronesia.com or visit uh, radiopublic.com, Spotify, podcast, Apple Podcasts, a google podcast stitcher breaker pocket cast cast box any of those platforms and just search micronesia podcast and you will uh, find some of my previous episodes including episode number 76 with mike and the ict islander champions tournament Yesterday, the it was Sunday, sixth of January. The president of the Republic of the Marshall Islands, Her Excellency Hilda Heine, Heine sorry, Hilda Heine, Madam President, declared a state of emergency for the Marshall Islands. Uh, there was a tropical, I think it was a disturbance that they were anticipating would pass or come towards the Marshalls within a day or two, so and a day or two and would intensify into a tropical storm, possibly a typhoon. Anyways, they placed the Marshall Islands, the state of emergency, activated all the relevant agencies. Marshall Islands, Red Cross Society was out there uh, getting people ready. Uh, They even put up videos. Uh, They had people updated. You know, from where I was here in Pompeii yesterday and into today, I was very well informed. And I just want to say to the folks over at the marshall islands with the president's office and of course the marshall islands red cross society you guys did an awesome job everybody was uh, very much up to date and it is good because the storm just dissipated it didn't even have a name yet they didn't, it didn't even get to the point where it had a name you know how they become a typhoon or even a tropical uh, tropical storm or this one just had like a it was called 01w 01 whiskey I don't know, or maybe was it was at zero, or maybe it was Oscar One Whiskey, anyways. Uh, it started off, uh, and then it just dissipated. So Marshalls was spared any damage, thank god. Beautiful for them, and of course, we don't want to uh, leave out the NDMO National Disaster Management Office, they also had a hand in that. There was it was beautiful. I just want to say, hey, good, good on you guys, you guys did a great job and uh hopefully they're still in a state of emergency officially uh apparently they want to just make sure that the the storm does not regenerate uh while it's in their their waters or even as it goes along and of course here in bombay we have the Bombay weather services and they are also tracking uh for for any regeneration of that uh, because it was actually supposed to be heading Close to Pompeii after passing marshals, if it had intensified, which it did not, it dissipated and so it's gone. We were spared that. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I just wanted to follow up on a story that I spoke about here on the podcast back in December about a road rage or what they call road rage case in the Guam media. And it's really concerning. Um, It was two Chukis men and a couple. And uh, one of the Chukis men, his name is Elton Masasi, died while in custody at the Department of Corrections in Guam. He was arrested along with Trevor Todd Rubin. Uh, the story came out uh, first as both of them attacking a man and his wife uh, for apparently no reason, even shooting up uh, a mobile gas station where the man and his wife fled, uh, using the classic Philippine from the chuk, from chuk, you know, the, it's it's a sharpened rebar, uh, using it uh, with slingshots. Now, later on, a video surfaced showing the man Maurice Jones approaching the car that Ruben and Masasi were in, or Elton were in, with an object swinging at one of them, missing. They ducked, and then he went back to his car, they followed him, took off, backed up, and then, and I guess, in all of this backing up and forward, he almost hit them, apparently, is what the witnesses said. And you can hear on the video, uh, the people who were doing the filming saying that uh, they were afraid that he might, he may have, or was trying to hit them. Anyways, all three are arrested. Uh, Trevor Todd Ruben, Elton Masasi, and Maurice Jones. Apparently, I don't remember ever seeing a picture of Maurice Jones, though, but I did see a lot of pictures of these two chukis, man, plastered all over Guam Pacific, uh, Guam Daily Post, Guam the PDN, Pacific News Center. um, What else? Yeah. Anyways, the last mention of this inmate, uh, Elton Masasi, who died while in custody was uh, in the news, was 19 December from the Pacific Daily News. Part of that article said... um, quote the autopsy has been completed for a detainee found unresponsive in his cell in maximum security who later died but officials haven't yet released the findings and it seems kind of when you read the article maybe it's just me but first off he was in what they call post six the prison the prison's maximum security unit um and as and here's what the article said it says quote again as for why masasi a detainee was in.'" post six a detainee he was not an inmate because he hadn't gone to trial yet was in post six why was he there um tony la morena who is the director of the department of corrections said he wants to wait until his department's internal affairs unit completes its investigation uh doc department of corrections also said that uh, the guam police department had launched an investigation into the incident okay Uh, what about the what about um the autopsy why hasn't the opta why haven't the autopsy results for elton masasi been shared uh, director alberto tony moreno and this is a quote again said the chief medical examiner dr aurelio espinola informed the authorities of the unofficial autopsy results but he's waiting for the official report from the medical examiner uh the Garkar went on to say that the medical examiner's office referred questions about the autopsy to the Department of Questions and the Guam Police Department and the Attorney General's office. Uh, Spokespeople for those offices didn't respond to a question about Masasi's autopsy. Now, this was back in December 19. So here we are on the 7th or 8th day, depending on where you hear it or it's the 8th right now and there has been no other follow-up on the results especially the question as to why a detainee was in a maximum security unit and why what they call self-inflicted wounds how did he die well i'd like to find out we'll follow this story closely and let everyone know Thanks for joining me today on the Micronesia Podcast as we talked about the amazing response over in the Marshalls to a tropical disturbance that just dissipated and missed everything. No damage done there. And also the question on a follow-up to a story that we shared earlier in December of last year, where are the autopsy results of one of the men who was involved in the Roge road rage incident who had self-inflicted wounds as of today there has been no follow-up no autopsy results have been shared to the public that we know of thanks for joining me you can catch future episodes on themicronesian.com all right see you on the next podcast